everyone. This is Ella. Welcome to the Fireplace Podcast. We're here with Izora. Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, we had you yesterday, um, and we wanted to have you back here to um, for you to talk a little more about yourself and introduce yourself and let the uh, people watching know who you are. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me here. Absolutely. And it was amazing playing for you yesterday i had such a good time and you guys are amazing yes no it was it was great i love your songs which we're going to talk about your songs a little (laughs) later because i want to know everything everything about you and everything about you know your songwriting process as well Mm -hmm. so yeah so tell us about yourself i'm gonna tell you everything (laughs) (laughs) okay so i'm Izora, like ella just said and i'm 20 years old and i'm a singer songwriter from india and i've been here in la for about a year and a half now okay and i make like alternative music mainly like kind of similar my inspirations would be like lana del rey Billie eilish lord people like that okay yeah okay sweet um yeah i mean i honestly i would love to know just how you started how how do you start um your career in music and like and what what inspired you to start um to start music and like even to come to LA like do you have um oh, you definitely have a story so <laughs> we want to hear it so I just keep talking everyone has a story <laughs> you're fine um well so apparently according to my mom I've been singing ever since I was like born low-key mm-hmm. and she would tell me actually a fun fact that when she was pregnant with me and my dad would play like some good like rock music because my dad's like a huge music lover nice and i would like um kick her and like on the beat from the (laughs) womb and i was like that's bullshit but i'm gonna believe you (laughs) you're like uh yeah i didn't do that (laughs) yeah i don't really remember doing that i just remember being really cozy i know fuck i don't remember any of that i'm being i'm playing uh but I've been singing, I used to like hum everything that I would hear and sing along to like everything my parents would play. Nice. And I remember like when I was, I think in first grade or something Mm -hmm. or like a little before, my parents started making me sing when they had friends over. They'd be like, oh my God, why don't you sing us a song, you know? Show you off. (laughs) Yeah. And I probably sounded like really horrible, (laughs) but it's fine like I that encouraged me and I would be like I would be scared shitless Ella like I would literally I would be like oh my god I have to sing and it would be so scary but apparently I've been singing um ever since like ever since uh how old were you I don't know like five I really don't know like really young so did you start singing first yeah okay okay I always loved singing and there's like it's something that i did without thinking really okay like you know when you're washing dishes and you're humming and you don't really realize you're humming mm-hmm. i still do that like i start singing randomly and i don't even realize i'm singing <laughs> so i feel like it's something that i've always loved doing mm-hmm. unconsciously subconsciously whatever and when i my dad started showing me a lot of music when i was really young because he listens to like everything wow so he showed me stuff like right from like the 60s up until the early 2000s and um he would like 
we'd go by each decade and he'd be like this is my favorite artist and this is i love this artist and you know all wow. that yeah wow so music lover oh 100%. yeah dude he cried when michael jackson died like he was bawling mm. and like when prince died stuff like that like that era i feel like the 80s is like his thing mm. which makes sense because right right i love the 80s Same. i love the 80s i wish i was born in the 80s but yeah it was <laughs> who knows <laughs> <laughs> i love um, that sick um yeah i know that you also sort of started with um playing bass so. i did yeah fun fact so when i was in fifth grade i'd again like just to <clears throat> like retract yeah i used to sing and all this stuff and i was a really depressed like young child so i remember in fifth grade my mom uh was like why don't you start going to like guitar class and i was mm. like i mean why not that would be sick i'd love <laughs> to play guitar <laughs> and i started going to these after school lessons at my school and it was like a really good way for me to get out uh, get out and like just focus on something that i love it was mm -hmm. boring as hell for the first like couple of months because you learn like skills and theory and you're like oh my god right, teaching right. a fifth grader that i was like Oh man, they hate it. I would it. say I was very patient. <laughs> okay. I'm going to compliment myself right there. <laughs> okay. And say that I was pretty patient, but um, that was something that I started doing. And then I was in that particular place for about three years, I think. Mm -hmm. So in at the towards the end of sixth grade and the beginning of seventh grade, um, we had this school band and we were like sort of a Metallica cover band. We were called Metalloids. Oh. That's so lame. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what a name no i i am so proud of us like we were great <laughs> and um i used to play guitar in that band and nice. i would play bass i started learning how to play bass too because oh. i thought that it it was just like every time i listen to music the thing i listen to the most is bass i love bass like if, nice. if there's a, like a good bass in the track it's You're like, like mm, you know yeah and i make sure i do that to my tracks too now nice. but we were in a metallica cover band we would like cover iron maiden metallica green day wow stuff like that and i never really sung okay. when i was in that band because i was really shy well, like not, not even um not even background no, no like i was wow. really shy to the point where like i would want to throw up if someone told me to sing it oh. would like and one day we would, we would do like gigs here and there for school and for other things that our music teacher would get us mm -hmm. and this one day we we're like in at a theater when we were playing and my music teacher was like hey you're about to sing alone and i was like no are you kidding me wait did he push you to sing yes like just hey you need you're gonna sing this mm -hmm. song okay or did you pick the song i used to sing that song all the time okay okay it was straight from the heart by brian adams Ooh. and i he was like you have to sing you're gonna sing and i was like <laughs> okay and i knew like it was coming up I, we were playing all these other songs and i was like I, I, i was like pale oh i had no blood in my face <laughs> like i was so scared dude you know what's funny for me it's the total opposite i get like a tomato like i'm just red <laughs> like, i lose all color dude, and for, i i wish sort of like i don't know like becoming a tomato like a literally <laughs> like so <a> cute <laughs> it is so funny because everyone just can't tell immediately everyone's like oh she's embarrassed <laughs> for, for me it looks like i'm about to like Pass die out. no like i have <laughs> i'm like i have like a nice brown skin and it i become white 
Wow, like, wow. It's, it was so scary. But right, right before I went on, like I was setting up my mic and I was checking it. I was like, check. And, <laughs> and he was like, say it louder. I'm like, check. <laughs> and um, I sung and it was surreal. Wow. Just accompanying myself with my guitar and I had this like epiphone. <laughs> um, and I was just like, it was the best feeling ever. And I was like, I don't know how, but I'm going to do this. Yes. somehow like this is beautiful so that's just, when it started really so, yeah wow around that time i was like no way i'm pursuing anything else mm. no way that i can be this passionate about anything else in my entire life like i don't think i've ever loved this is like kind of toxic but i don't think i've ever loved anything or anyone more than i love music wow it's wow. just my best friend cause... why do you think it's toxic well i feel like extremes are always toxic i agree I like agree. it doesn't matter what it is if it's to an extreme i think it's toxic i agree but it's just the relationship i have with it so. <laughs> with your career yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> well i love that um i want to know a little more about how what brought you to la Right. Because the Fireplace Studios is located in LA. So I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> so we, I want to know. Um, also, you haven't told us where you're from. India. I did. You did? Yeah. In the beginning. Oh my God. Sorry, guys. I'm totally just spacing out on that. Yeah, but okay. I do, we do want to know. I do, I do want to know um, what brought you here and um, how was the transition, you know, from India to here? Hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I started like singing more live and stuff. And I remember I was like 14 and I had this like horrible fight with my dad. I'll explain mm. this more later, but I wrote Feel Better as my first song. Ooh. And songwriting was like so natural. It just happened. Like I somehow I like it feels like I'm possessed when I songwrite. I couldn't tell you like what I felt <laughs> like in the moment when I'm writing like a song, you could name any of them. I'm like, I don't fucking remember <laughs> because it's like, I'm not, I don't know where I go. It's like, I'm in a different dimension. Just, yeah. And it just comes, it's like vomit. Like it's just <laughs> out, you know, you just are in another dimension and you just go. Literally, dude, that's what it is. And it I manifest this in this, um, in this world. Yeah. You know? I love it. It's that. beautiful. And, um, I started looking into like, research and music business and where i should be if i want to pursue a career like this and i looked at la i looked at other places too mm -hmm. new york city nashville but i felt like i don't necessarily um make music in those genres that are prevalent there mm -hmm. and i felt like la would be the best for someone like me mm -hmm. and i was like I'm, I'm gonna go to school there wow and i remember i was like in 10th grade i was 16 and one night my dad and i were sitting together and i was like i'm going to la and he looked at me he was like what <laughs> no imagine your 16 year old kid telling you they are going to L like the opposite side of the world wow he was like no i was like we'll you were, see about it you were committed you oh were yeah like i'm this no i knew happen. i yeah. knew there was no way i wasn't coming here no mm. way like no fucking way mm. i was so like determined mm -hmm. yeah and I had to prove myself to my parents for them to trust me enough naturally. Like you have to like do something to gain their confidence and they know that you're serious about this. Absolutely, yeah. Because I can't make them feel what I feel, mm. but I can show them 
and I got like um, a few things. Like I remember um, one of my music videos was aired on BH1 India. Oh. And I got a few articles and stuff, and they were nice. like, "Oh, you're really doing this?" And I was like, "Yeah." And was now, that by yourself? Like, did you? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I researched the shit out of it. I was wow. like, "How? Look at do you. I, I don't. I'm not signed to a label, so how do I do it myself?" <laughs> and I kind of figured a lot of that shit out. And then my parents were like, they were like, "Yeah, I, we trust you. I love that. We believe in you. And you prove yourself." Yeah. yeah, and even to this day, like, I think I talk to my mom every single day, and my dad, like, every other week um they're so supportive they're so supportive and it's a blessing that they are like have so much faith in me that they're not worried about me here wow and that gives me a lot of self-confidence absolutely and just a peace right yeah. To know that you have their their back really yeah if you if you need them for anything so definitely that's, that's great that's great definitely to have. Yeah. especially as an artist and someone that lives in another country alone true you need true. that like almost Very like true. backbone yeah you know that's really cool. Um, okay, I so <clears throat> I know that you're very spoken about mm-hmm. the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. So I I want to dig into that a little more. Well, um, I've ever since I was really young, I always had like a hunch. I was like, I don't know, like this is not something that I've really been told is okay mm-hmm. with society in general, and especially where I'm from. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like a common concept right i still up to this day i feel like it's uh um because i'm from peru as well so it's uh it's, it's also very like people would judge it you know true exactly so yeah. it's not it's even about up. judgment i feel like it's like there's a gap in understanding mm-hmm. i feel like it's just hard to fathom for certain generations and people yep. from certain areas because it's just such a taboo right. like it's like so unnatural like how is that possible you know it's just that something they don't understand so Mm -hmm. i don't blame them Mm -hmm. necessarily but also like it was kind of scary when i was growing up because i didn't really want to accept it okay because i was like what's like what if i just like you know don't feel it anymore Mm. so you were trying to convince yourself oh interesting and it was like really hard actually and I was struggling a lot with that too with like other mental health struggles and I was just like one day I was just like hey you know it's okay it's really okay it's Mm -hmm. who you are Mm -hmm. it's you can't change who you are born as like I can't I can't I can't like rewire my brain to be a certain way mm-hmm. it that is how i am exactly so mm-hmm. i watched like a shit ton of youtube videos about like lgbt awareness and people talking about their experiences and i was like wow okay like, mm. this is beautiful and i remember i came out to my brother first i was oh. in, i think i was in 11th grade okay like 17 or something and I told him, and his reaction was, I know. <laughs> so, and I was like, wow, homie, you just really like... I, lo- I love that. Like, he was just like, oh, yeah, I yeah, I, I saw it. Like, No, know. he knew. <laughs> it wasn't even... There wasn't like a... even Not even slight shock. It was just like, I know. 
and it was hilarious to me because he was like i'm proud of you blah 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 Aww. but i know i've been known and i was like <laughs> man he was like, I, I was waiting until you said something literally <laughs> yeah wow uh and i do identify as pansexual so just okay. putting that out there and i also then came out to my mom i remember i was like i can't take it i'm very close to my mom mm-hmm. and I've, i felt like i can't like not have her know something that's so personal to me right and i told her i was like let's go on a drive because we would go on drives all the time oh and we went on a drive and i literally like stopped her in the middle of the road and i was like i have to tell you something and i told her and at first like she was a little shocked kind of mm-hmm. and but she didn't have a bad reaction at all she i was like take your time to process it whatever right she was just listening yeah at that point and then she wrote me this like essay of an email about how i'm beautiful however i oh. am she loves me no matter what like Aww. she doesn't think that she was like don't think this is going to change anything like i love you wow. dearly and deeply and it was wow that's what like a great mom grade a parent right there yes. like she yes that wow like i cried so much after i read that email i was like first of all why am i getting an email, <laughs> an email? from my mother i'm like old school much okay <laughs> but also maybe it's like her way of uh you know she can communicate better through she writes text and yeah. writing and yeah. i feel like I'm, I'm sort of the same way i I've, I've been trying to be better at that at like just saying how i feel mm-hmm. with words um mm-hmm. or like in person but i feel like for me it definitely comes mu- it's much easier through I love text that. or through writing something I love a, that. a letter or something so yeah maybe so that's funny that though, was like <laughs> that was probably the best reaction i could have gotten so it, yeah that's it so was sweet very, yeah but it's something that I is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like it's my way of living. Mm. You know, it's how I work. So right. just no, yeah. I, I mean, feel like I don't need to hide it from anyone. No, you should not. You should never. You should never. Yeah, just be yourself. I had to make her understand that what pansexual meant because she was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, so 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 what do, what do you tell her? She was like pans. What? I'm like no. <laughs> Wait, so did you explain? I just, basically, I told her I don't care about gender. Okay. Yeah. And she understood? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And she was like, cool. And I was like, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so I am also gay and part of the community. So let's go. Woo! And yeah. I, will, I will, at some point, say my story. But right now, it's all about you. So we're going <laughs> to focus on, on you. Excited <laughs> to hear your story one day. Um, okay, so I want to dig into um the songs that you performed for us um i would love to know you know just your songwriting process and what inspired you to make these songs mm-hmm. so for feel better yes like i said before i had like a an argument with my dad and i was like angsty and i was like you know don't tell me what to do and blah 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 I, would, I was a very rebellious child. I still am. I don't mm. like to be told what to do. So I'm like, <laughs> don't. And then I just went to my room. I closed my door. And I started like this four chord progression on a C sharp minor, I think. And nice. I was like, this is cool. <laughs> and then I started writing. And like I said, like it was, I was hypnotized. Like it was wow. like, I was in another dimension. It just 
it just comes out and it's does that happen every time you write a song not always okay not always but it's happened with the songs i like most oh okay yeah but a lot of times like i have to like i have writer's block i have to like think and you know push myself to come up with something but Mm. for the songs i played for you that was not it was just like oh sick you know like (laughs) that's coming out it's just like i feel like it's just my way of um feeling my emotions okay because i'm bad at it Mm. like i'm really good at being like i'm okay i'm fine i'm doing great and not really saying what's wrong i'm getting better nice um but i'd saying i'm not okay sometimes you know Mm because it's okay to not be okay absolutely absolutely but i really like hold back on a lot of thoughts i have Mm. so i feel like it's my way of really telling myself how i feel i say and letting that feeling kind of like go right Mm -hmm. just like writing it and like letting it all out and then just being like okay pretty much yeah i love that yeah and it's like the most beautiful experience for me and feel better was like literally what i said i was just in my room and i was like i just want to feel better and i texted that to my (laughs) friend i was like i just want to feel better and That's I was like, a gorgeous song. No, wait. You know how like there's like, dude, I, I literally <laughs> have it in my, in my head. I like literally, uh, your songs are so catchy. I love them so much. I love you. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I was just like, I texted my friend. I just want to feel better. And it was like a meme moment from like songwriter parodies where it's like you say anything and they're like, That's a song. And I just went, and I just want to feel better feel better wow and i was like this is it <laughs> this is this is what what it's supposed to be even if it's corny even if it's shitty no it's not corny at all i i think it's a great song i think it's a great thank song. you 14 year old me would be really happy to wow. hear that <laughs> 14 <laughs> that's great wow no i love that song now i i hated it for a while because you know that happens when right. you start making more music the your older stuff feels like bad sometimes mm. i'm like you know better 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 mm-hmm. but now i'm like i really like that song that's a great song and it came from a place of a lot of emotion so nice nice um, yeah so that was really feel better it's what it is like it's in the name that's mm-hmm. what the song is about nice yeah. okay um what about your other song lay with me lay with me the yes. tea <laughs> the tea <laughs> the actual tea yeah uh so i wrote this song for a guy that i was dating last year and we were like this in in like this really long situation ship like that started in the beginning of last year and towards the end we were like official oh it was like a fucking rocky ride (laughs) to that point like i can't believe i did that to myself but it's okay you know it happens it happens fall in love you become crazy um (laughs) it happens you know but you apparently got out of it and i did yeah so i wrote this song for him when we were at a really good place and i remember i just got off the phone with him and we had this really nice conversation about how like we feel about each other and how I'm so grateful to have him in my life and he's so grateful to have me in his life and stuff like that. And I was playing my roommate's guitar. <sighs> Shout out, Olivia. <laughs> and I just wanted to, like I said, like put out what I feel. 
because mm-hmm. it's hard. Right. And it was just lay with me because he would say that to me all the time. Every time we were together, he would be like, come lay with me. Won't you lay with me? Can you just lay with me? You know? <laughs> and I would like get up to get dressed for school or something. And he'd be like, come lay with me for a sec. I'm like, I'm late. So I was like, I'm going to use your tagline. Oh, man. Um, so the, I, originally I wrote this song just for him to have it. Like, okay. I was like, this is for you, and you can have it, and I'm never going to put it out. It's personal. It's private. Yeah. But then he cheated on me. Oh, no. So I was like, I'm going to, I need to, no, you, you don't deserve do, it. You need to do something with it. <laughs> yeah, you don't deserve it. So, yeah, I decided to share it with the world, because it's really, I feel like it's a beautiful song about how... I'm with you right now mm-hmm. and I'm willing to be with you forever. Mm-hmm. But if we don't end up doing that for some reason, you're always going to have a piece of my heart. Wow. Which is true. Wow. And I love very dearly mm-hmm. whenever I love someone. Like that's good. very dear. I'm a very sensitive that's and good. emotional no, that's person. Good. Sometimes <laughs> it can be bad, <laughs> but <laughs> it's okay. And I just really feel like it's something a lot of people would relate to mm-hmm. and it's just like about a really simple lifestyle of mm. experiencing love mm. and i read this quote the other day and it said that love is something that is meant to be experienced and lived mm-hmm. love doesn't hurt our attachment hurts nice and wow i agree with that so much like firmly agree it's the attachment that really hurts. You're Absolutely. attached to this person and, you know... Absolutely. You're, you're an avid part of their lives. So, mm-hmm. of course, like, there's going to be attachment. But love is something so serene and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Love can cause no pain. Absolutely. A- attachment As, does. Yes. It's because the expectation to... Expectations and also... I think if you just love someone unconditionally, it doesn't really... And you want the best for them. Exactly. It's you, um, you almost, like know that you can let them go exactly at a, any moment yeah and you're gonna be just happy for them exactly way. i you know totally feel that um yeah but that's really what that song is about and i am never gonna have any negative feelings towards this person nice even though he hurt me mm-hmm. but it's not worth it i feel like to- holding resentment or anger or grudges against people is just gonna like drain my energy right and my inner peace Mm -hmm. and i don't want i don't want that it's not worth it it's really not worth it like i think it's better for me and for them um if i just like am able to move on from it it's just an experience that i lived through Mm -hmm. and you know it's not the end of the world it's painful of course it's beyond painful but there's beauty there's beauty in that, in that too. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's supposed to be something you live through, you know? Absolutely. And learn. Yeah, and of course. Afterwards. Of course. Yes. It's such an important... I've grown so much from that. So I'm grateful wow. for that experience, even though it was unnecessary. I wish it didn't happen. Mm. But part of me is like, that's something that helped me become the person I am right now. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. That is and I true. really value it. Yes. Every second of it. Wow. Wow. 
No, for real. For <laughs> you're only you're only 20, which that's great that you know this, you know, for a fact and you like have internalized your feelings and you like know your feelings um very well. Even though you said that you're still working on being better with your feelings. I'm working on it. I think you're doing a great job. So. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. Wow, yeah. needed to hear that. <laughs> um, you did mention that you struggle with some mental health issues, mm -hmm. and I would love to know more about that. Like, how's your journey with mm -hmm. that? Like, how's how's it been? Um, I feel like it's something I've always like really struggled with. Mm -hmm. Ever since I was really young, I remember the first time I was ever confronted with it was I was in sixth grade. And I love how my stories go back in time. I was like, back in my day. <laughs> That's really cool, though. I, I love, I love I just, to hear stories. So. I do. I have, like, I remember everything. My memories. Wow. Like, I remember, like, exact moments. Like, I can picture moments in my mind. Wow. It's so so you, can be, you can be really detailed yes. about things. That's why I'm That's like, really when cool. I was in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? you remember? Yeah. Oh, um, well. So Tell my us. math teacher, she was like, awesome like one of the best teachers i've ever had and i hate math mm. shocker i'm indian oh i hate math but <laughs> i suck at it and i hate math and i loved her though and i loved studying because of her and i remember one day after class she during like our break time she called me to her like room and she was like um i just want to talk to you and i was like okay like i'm 12 literally i'm 12 <laughs> and she was like are you okay is everything okay And I was like, yeah, what happened? And she was like, you just, you're just like, I don't know what happened. Like last year you were so chirpy and now you're just like really mellowed out. Like, and you're so young, like did something happen to you? Is everything, she was just like checking in mm -hmm. to make sure that nothing bad had happened and nothing bad had happened. I think it was just like something that I don't know, really. I just went downhill somehow. Hmm. And that was the first time I didn't really say much to her because I didn't know what to say. And I never, I've never told this to anyone actually. And I just went home and I was like, what's wrong with me? Hmm. I am not like other people. It's like, yeah, now that I look into it, I'm kind of like pretty off. I don't really have friends <laughs> at all. Hmm. Like, what's wrong with me? And kind of let that thought go for a really long time and then it was always like up and down and up and down like growing up we moved every two years because my dad's in the army wow. so I never really had like friends solid friends because you would move and especially right. when you're younger it's hard and, to make um like connections or like a, like stick to friends exactly or, like have friends stick around because like you're exactly so much and when I was like around 12 <clears throat> um social media wasn't like that popular mm. amongst people in of my age group mm -hmm. oh my god i'm ancient and i'm not i'm so young <laughs> but like it was it was like that like growing up like we weren't really on our phones that much okay. to be fair like and then later on i made some i have like two friends back home um that i really love mm. that i'm still in touch with and i met them in like eighth grade and wow. like i've really always um I think they're always going to be a part of my life because it's been years now. Yes. And I've moved so much. And I feel like I was very used to being alone and by myself. And I was I had a great time on my own. Like I loved being alone, but mm -hmm. at the same time like I said anything that's extreme is toxic. Right. So 
when I'm making an active effort to be alone all the time, that's not super healthy for my mental health. And especially at an impressionable, impressionable young age like that. So I kind of like kept going really downhill, like from that moment on. And um, in about like when I was yeah 14, like when I started songwriting and around that time, I kind of realized, oh, I'm depressed, like. Mm. I'm not self-diagnosing, but I think I'm pretty fucking depressed. Mm. And never really, I think I talked to my mom about it a little bit and like in passing and she was like, oh my God, like, can I do anything to help you? And I was like, no, it's fine. I'll be fine. You know? Mm. Um, right. You were just kind of like suppressing the feeling. Yeah. Ignoring it a little bit. Pretty much. And I, I wish I didn't because mm-hmm. if I'd gotten help, I feel like if I'd gotten help, maybe I would be better now hmm because it's just I have such a hard time being comfortable with myself sometimes mm-hmm. like just accepting who I am as a person mm-hmm. in more ways than one I'm like why if I would just say something and I'd be like why did I say that like what what's wrong with me mm. you know over analyzing every conversation even like talking to you right now I say something and I'm like what that's lame shouldn't have said that <laughs> and you're doing great thank you you're an amazing host um so i think i was in around 10th grade around Mm -hmm. this time and um i was living with my mom and i told her that hey it's getting bad Mm. like something like really bad's gonna happen if you don't help me right now Mm. and she was like no okay let's take you to a psychiatrist and see what's wrong because you know she would also notice right like i lived with her so she would notice what i was how i was behaving so it Mm -hmm. wasn't like what what are you talking about it was Mm. like okay but even still when i was depressed i would like try to make everyone else happy it's just something i've always like loved doing Mm -hmm. i like to think that i'm i'm a people pleaser which is not good but (laughs) I feel like I just want everyone around me to be happy. Mm-hmm. And I do like everything I can to do that. Mm-hmm. Getting better at prioritizing myself now. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, no, wait, fuck that. Good. Like I need to have my space. Good. I need Good. to do my shit. I can't be prioritizing everyone else above me all the fucking time. It's exhausting. Agreed. Yes. And having done that ever since I was like very, very young is mm-hmm. like so much pressure on s- such a small brain. Like Absolutely. I just want to go back in time and hug my younger self and be like, honey, like, chill. Like, it's okay. You don't need to be doing this. Mm. And um, we went to the psychiatrist and she told us that uh, she diagnosed me with major depressive disorder and psychosis, which I did not know because I thought I was normal. But apparently I was, um, I had a few symptoms that... Mm -hmm. Um, led her to diagnose me with that Mm -hmm. so it was scary right because of all the stigma that's around this particular both of these illnesses it's Mm -hmm. like you know you're pretending or like you're crazy oh i see Mm. and it could be either it's either like oh you're depressed you're pretending like no it's not real or oh you're you're crazy you're batshit crazy like what are you doing like you're mentally ill like yeah who isn't (laughs) 
For real, who isn't? I feel like, really, no, really, though, who isn't? Like, mm. look at how the world yeah, is right ev- now. Everyone and struggles with mental Yeah, issues, everyone has sure. their own struggles. struggles. Like, you're battling to, like, be a perfect, the perfect version of yourself every single day. Absolutely. And especially, Absolutely. like, people in the music industry, I feel like record labels should have, like, a mental health department where, like, <laughs> they take care of their artists because this shit is hard. Yes. Like, yes. I, yes. I literally... I, yesterday, I talked to my mom in the morning and I just called her and I was bawling. And I was just burnt out. Mm. And I was like, hey, I, like, need words of wisdom. I need, like, some right. encouragement. Because mm-hmm. I am, like, crashing and burning. Mm. And that that happens to me often. Same. Same. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of it happens to a lot of like everyone. You know, it happens to everyone. So I, it's understandable. I think it, it, you know, people should understand people that don't understand what like you know mental health issues and they think it's all made up. They should definitely get into, I don't know, just be more knowledgeable about these mental health issues and then just learn because I think you know I it can be really toxic to be with someone that doesn't understand. Um, or doesn't want to try to understand someone. Or just, you yeah. Know, like, um, because yeah. sometimes it's like things that like certain be- behaviors that you can't control, that it comes from like, in- you know, anxiety or like, I don't know, like OCD or like, you know, it can be anything, but yeah. it can be behaviors that like you don't, you don't mean to do these things, but like, it's just, mm-hmm. you'd like, you're aware and you try not to, but I feel like some people are like, oh, why do you do these things? Yeah. And it's like, well, I I, I'm trying to be better, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think people definitely um, should be more aware. But I, I, I definitely I definitely wasn't when I was 20. I um, It's not that I would judge mm-hmm. someone, but I was definitely dating someone that I didn't understand. And I think I didn't want to understand. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of harsh on them because of that. And now that I, you know, I know better, I'm like, wow, I should have um, looked into this mm-hmm. and try to understand instead of being like oh what like just kind of like yeah kind of kind of like making her feel bad that she was like yeah she had yeah you know, mental health issues mm-hmm. and that's the worst that's thing that you can- but it's like i'm so proud of you for growing and mm-hmm. understanding and recognizing that thing right like that one thing that you did wrong right like it's so easy to go out there and just judge people right because you don't know what the fuck they've been through. Mm-hmm. Like people don't, I don't know what the fuck you've been through. Right. You could like, I couldn't even imagine like mm. maybe nothing, maybe so much. That's true. Like I think that especially with like social media and everything now, everything is so like camouflaged. Yeah. You can portray anything. You can, you know, you can- I can be living the best life ever according to people like Mm -hmm. so many influencers like post like these pictures from parties and like they're like out every night maybe they're like really fucking depressed and they can't even be sober around themselves absolutely and that's something they need to do like addiction and so many things i just feel like not being judgmental Mm -hmm. trying to like not really you don't have to understand everyone you meet in your life absolutely but just maybe have have some grace like sympathy like, you know yeah, yeah yeah. be kind yeah, be it's kind. not hard yeah you shouldn't like if you see if you meet if you're meeting someone for the first time and maybe they act out or something like okay i'm gonna give you like a great example okay celebrities right you imagine i run into like 
a major celebrity. I run into like Jennifer Aniston or something. Okay. <laughs> and she is having the worst day of her life. And I'm like, hey, can I get a picture? And she just says no. And that's mm. all she says to me. Nothing else. She wasn't rude or anything. And I'm going to be like, wow, she's a fucking bitch. Mm. But <laughs> maybe she's go- having like a really hard day. You give people the benefit of the doubt, for sure. I definitely give Dude. people chances. And like, I'm like, well, if I met you and you were like, like you know you you were crazy or like you treated me badly i won't take it personal mm-hmm. i'm just gonna be like huh interesting dude and then maybe next time that i meet you it's incredible exactly and maybe even they realize and they mm-hmm. apologize or whatever they yeah. don't have to apologize mm-hmm. but i definitely do i think that's a good thing to do just of course recognizing them- your mistakes yeah. and noticing where you act out and you're disrespectful mm-hmm. to someone apologizing is N- always necessary yes now if they act it out and then the second time they did the same i'm like yeah that's no it, fuck honey. that no i get that <laughs> that's that's totally understandable that's i it. feel that <laughs> or i don't know i mean i would still give them another chance but you know you have to also be sort of careful with yeah but that's like how i i was talking about songwriting earlier like mm-hmm. it's my outlet right so i have a way to you know let it all out and mm-hmm. I can say whatever I want to. And wow. maybe I'm willing to share it with the world. Maybe I'm not. Maybe some, I'm not going to put out like half the songs I've written mm. because I don't want to share it. Mm. Maybe one day I will. Wow. Like I... I would love to hear all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think your songwriting is amazing. So oh, I, You're awesome, Ella. Uh, Thank no, you. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I love, 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 love your voice and your songwriting Aww. and your song. So I think it's... I just want to hear it all you know that's um, so sweet so talking about that i would love to know your future plans if you have any upcoming singles uh an album if you have upcoming gigs too mm-hmm. um yeah well i have a few songs that i'm gonna put out i think um in the summer of mm-hmm. this year and including lay with me so Ooh. you got the exclusive on that one <laughs> yay love that. Uh, it's not out yet but it's going to be Oh, so I'm very excited about that. The whole thing. I just, I'm excited for that to be out. And, wow. you know, it's like a really good feeling when you put songs out because then mm. it's like, wow, it's done. You know, uh-huh. it's over and mm-hmm. you accept it. You're like, you worked on this song, yeah. you made it and it's out. In the world. Yeah. For In the world for anyone to listen. Like yep. <laughs> anyone. There's like to hear your thoughts and your uh, sort of like your diary, right? Like it's like <laughs> 7 billion people out there, dude. <laughs> Like sometimes I check my Spotify. I don't have like huge numbers, but I would Which see like will. the con- <laughs> I would see the countries um, that my songs were played in, and sometimes it's like the middle of nowhere. <laughs> You're like what? Literally, I'm like, that's your target. Who in like <laughs> this like Random. literally nowhere <laughs> is listening to my music? Why? Like I remember whenever I see plays from Russia, I'm like, what? <laughs> it's so like far away so i'm like what the hell but yeah it's a gratifying feeling and i'm very excited to put out everything that i have nice made so far. awesome when is it when is when is it coming out it's the summer the summer yeah Ooh, so super soon yeah i'm very excited for that um do you have any upcoming gigs as well i do okay um so oh my god i love playing live <sighs> um it's like oh it's beautiful your beautiful life so <laughs> <laughs> i mean, uh, <laughs> you're so nice. 
Uh, so the gig I have coming up uh, would be at the Old Town Pub on May 28th. Nice. And I'm so very excited. So soon. I'm going to manifest right here. Yes. That I'm going to play the Kia Forum one day. Woo! Let's go. I'm going to do it right here. Yes. Sold out show at Kia Forum. Nice. So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like it's a good it's a good goal to have, you know. Yeah. And it's um I think it's it's attainable. So you're True. you're gonna do it. Very um, excited. Sweet. Would you like to tell everyone your socials and where they can follow you, hear your music, just everything, so yes. they can go and you know hear your music. Yes. So I'm Izora. If you didn't catch that already. Um, on altering platforms it will be izora i-z-o-r-a and on instagram it's izora e-y-e-z-o-r-a twitter izora music and reach out to me if you ever want to talk because i'm always willing to (laughs) thank you so much for being here again and we we loved having you you're incredible and go follow her everywhere and thank you so much for watching and listening to the fireplace podcast go follow the fireplace everywhere <laughs> Woo.